and then just let my dick be like a dead, just, you know, <laughs> pink tube down there. Yeah. And then just hope and pray that I don't come quickly. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what sex is like for a guy. At least not a selfish guy. I'm just like, don't come, don't come, don't come. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to come. And then I come. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 182 of your favorite podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. It's a comedy show, it's hilarious, there's high jinks on the high sea, we, we have a great time. It's a pirate-themed podcast. The way you said high jinx, it almost sounded like a, like a racial slur. When I said jinx, <laughs> I almost meant it as one. Okay. Those sucking jinx. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is that's, that like a Jewish Chinese person? <laughs> those don't exist. <laughs> there can't. There is not a lot of Asian Jews out there. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know, man. There's like because don't a lot of Jewish people go to Chinese restaurants like on Christmas? That's true. So a young Jewish male it's very true, Eddie. meets a young Chinese girl, and they. But those are two cultures that I feel like really value staying within themselves. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chinese people, Asian people, it's just any minority like that, they seem to like to, you know, <laughs> they stay together. I'm serious. I'm in, I'm in an interracial marriage. Of course you are. But <laughs> I have tons of family members. Of course. Listen, I just different mean races. as a whole, I feel like <laughs> okay. it's more common, especially Jews. Like when Jews don't marry other Jews, it's it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Usually like one of them converts. Yeah. You know, like when my parents got married and my dad was Jewish, my mom wasn't, my bubby, my dad's mom I don't think he, she like came over to the house or she was like, she was upset about it. Yeah. They would have a Christmas tree and she would like refuse to go to the house, <laughs> refuse to go to my really? parents' house. Yes. Cause the Christmas tree wow. was in there. Yeah, Jews are hardcore. I guess all That's religions crazy. are hardcore. My, like my, I think Filipinos are known for not really having any racial lines, I guess. Mm, it's true. Um, like Paul Rodriguez, the comedian, mm-hmm. I, I remember he had a joke and it was like, um, like, don't worry about being in an interracial couple because in 20 years we'll all be Filipino. <laughs> and my parents fucking loved that joke, by the way. They have it crocheted <laughs> yeah. like in the kitchen or in the garage. Yes. That's funny. That's like, he makes a ton of money on that quote. That'd be great. He merchandises it. Well, it's true. I mean, listen, you get mistaken for being a Mexican guy, yeah. or an Asian guy. So it's true. It's, it's all over yeah. the map. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, this is a pirate podcast about racism, <laughs> race, and and all that stuff. I, I meant to say something. So um, right off the top, super fast, people are giving a lot of money to my son's uh, St. Baldrick's charity. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is really awesome. So it's this Friday. He's shaving his head. So he'll have one more chance. I know this is like so bad to say on a podcast. Like this is not evergreen content. <laughs> people love to go back and listen to our old shows. This is terrible. But anyways, I don't care. Uh, Kristen, Scott, Danielle, Eric, Andrea, B, Kathy Z, the joiners. This is a good one. Somebody wrote, Mr. Anonymous in memory of Miss Alexis Texas, the porn star. <laughs> Uh, and Barnabas. So these are all the people that were great and gave some money to my son. So if you want to, you can go ahead and do that. And yeah. It's very cool. And Patreon, we got a new uh, subscriber, a girl named Haley. Awesome. Who also sent me a couple of really nice emails. So shout nice. out to Haley. So yeah, thank you everybody for that. Yes. 
Otherwise, uh, baseball season has started again, and I've talked about over the years, you know, I have a son who's nine, and he plays triple-A ball, mm-hmm. which is still little league, but it's, you know, the kids are pitching to each other. And it's really funny because they're still young, you know, they're 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure to stand up there and throw the ball. Oh, yeah. And it's funny to see kids that young under that much pressure because they're just not used to it. Like, <laughs> kids, kids have no pressure, you know, especially a 9, 10-year-old. I mean... I tell my son what to wear, what he eats, everything about his yeah. life is dictated and it's so smooth. And that may sound like a bad thing, like prison. I wish somebody did that for me. <laughs> if I woke up in the morning and someone made me food, they laid out my clothes, they were always on my ass about doing my work, that's responsibilities yeah. that I would like someone else to do for me. <laughs> I think people who are really rich and they have an assistant, that's what they do. It's like they have a little mini mom yeah. pushing them around. Totally. Anyways, there's no pressure. When that little kid is standing on the mound and everyone's looking at him, yeah. and if he throws a shitty pitch, it, it's a lot to deal with. So that's kind of fun. And so this year we have a new coach. And on every year, there's a coach and there's something called a team mom, which is, is not nice to say. Yeah. Because every once in a while, it's not a team mom. It's been like the team parent. It's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's the team mom. And nobody was stepping up. Nobody was stepping up to be the team mom, and guess who ended up doing it? You did. This dumb <laughs> motherfucker. Because the thing is, it's it's complicated, and the coach is a really good baseball coach, but he's not a good mom. Yeah. He's not a good, like, okay, here's practice, and get here early, and do this, and do that. He just wants to get out there and coach. Mm. And you know who's really good at writing emails, Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> and keeping a schedule? This asshole. And so I stepped it up, and now I'm the team mom awesome, of the Yankees. Do they call you Miss Fields or anything like that? The cookies? Yeah. Mrs. Fields cookies? <laughs> Fields. They, they should. It's, But I'm already regretting it because I have to collect money from people. Uh, That's okay. the worst. <laughs> Collecting money to, from people for shit that they owe. Yeah. Like, it's, it's merchandise, it's uniforms, it's dues. They're not paying me. <laughs> I didn't render a service. In fact, I'm doing them a favor. By being the collector. You're the loan shark is what you are. Listen, the I, loan shark's enforcer. I don't <laughs> I don't take points. <laughs> I don't smell the money. I get the money home, Eddie. I just bury my nose <laughs> in the envelope of thirty dollars or whatever it is. And so now there's people who they're busy. Yeah. They don't have five dollars. So and that's the other thing too. That's the other thing too, is we have to make like baskets and shit like this. So I went out of pocket for it. And then everyone's like, okay, how much was it? I tell them. And then it's like, am I supposed to just eat all this money anyways as the team parent? <laughs> so, I'm so, so now I'm going to chase someone down for $5 yes. and make a scene over it? Yes. And you grab <laughs> one of those goddamn baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> and, and show them someone who's boss. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what's the effort? I send them one email. I send another email out to the entire group. I've never singled anyone out. Okay. But there's a handful of people who probably just forgot. Yeah. They got a lot of shit going on. And I'm going to see him at the baseball diamond. And you're right. I'll have on like aviator glasses <laughs> and a toothpick in my mouth. And I'll be like, so what's the deal? Huh? I see you got something from the snack bar. Clearly you have money. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Just for a second, you know. Shut, Bailey, shut up. I'm talking to your mother. That's, that would be a funny sketch. Like a lone shark uh, t-ball guy. And that's me. Yeah. And so it's putting me in an awkward position. But I'm still dealing with it. You should take it out on the kids, man. I should. Like, shake them down. Right. And 
what you got? You guys got a Gatorade? Don't crack the seal. Give me that Gatorade before you take a sip of it. Uh, well, I do feel kind of bad because last year I was one of the coaches. And this year I don't know the coach, so I didn't offer to coach. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, whatever. And so now that I don't get to be in the dugout, I don't get to talk to the kids, I got to sit in the stands like some fucking idiot, like some normal dumbass parent. Do you think anyone would say anything if you just went in the I'd be like, team mom here. And I'll wear like a, a bonnet or something. <laughs> team mom here with cookies. So yeah, I'm the team mom. But this is what I do. I get myself in these situations where we're all standing around practice. The coach is clearly flustered. He says something about needing help, and no one says a goddamn word. There's eight, nine, ten parents just standing there looking at him, you know, and they, they have time for it. Mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of them I know are stay-at-home dad or mom. It's like you can't spend an hour a week on a, a, a website <laughs> corralling shit. And so, of course, I said, you know what, Dan, this is your moment. You stand up and raise your hand. And I said, Coach Joe, you're looking at your new team parent. <laughs> Did you er- say I did, and everyone's like, "Yay! Oh, thank goodness! Oh, I was about to, I was about to say I was gonna do it. This woman said that to me. I was about to say like I'll do it, and then you did, it. and I thought like, oh wow, that's so great. I'm like, what? Do you, what do you mean that's so great? Yeah, because it's not too late. Yeah, we can tag team this if you want. Well, no, no. I mean, you, one of us should probably do it, Mr. Fields. Like, you go ahead and do it. You raise your hand first. I just want everyone to know I was going to. I was like, come on, lady. Yeah. And that's one of the ladies that still owes me five bucks <laughs> on top of it, man. You let me know who these people are, man. I'll get I'll get those five dollars. Oh, I will. You know what we should do with you? You should pretend to be a kid. <laughs> like on another team. Yeah. You know, like wear a hat and cover your face and just go in there with a bat and fight. <laughs> fight a ten year old. Uh, I'll do it. This is my problem though. I try I throw myself in these situations. I've talked also on the show about helping my other son Grant's music program. I'd be a music Mm -hmm. docent because of my amazing voice. (laughs) I can sing like an angel. And again, you know, no one stood up. Not one parent (laughs) said that they would help out in the music class. And I said, fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. Dude, next time you just got to wait it out, man, and see what happens. What's wrong with me? I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) I think so, man. There's no, what is that? uh, What's that expression? about i don't know uh whatever it's a stupid (laughs) expression i'm angry i was the music docent today i don't know how these teachers do it yeah if anyone listening is a teacher let email me so i can paypal you 20 bucks (laughs) because your life must be so difficult these are second graders that i had to do this music class with Mm -hmm. it's 45 minutes and i'm looking at the clock like, all right, we got 30 minutes. Okay, cool. 15 minutes left. Like, I think the teacher saw me looking at the clock too much. Because I'm just, like, dying up there. The kids don't listen. Yeah. And even the teacher's trying to corral because it's exciting. And they're playing instruments. And Mr. Dan is up there, you know, with his... <laughs> I was having my dick in my hand. <laughs> I just mean that I'm st- up there like an idiot. Well, at least they're not paying attention if your dick's in your hand, Ben. Oh, boy. But it's just a real pain in the ass, man. Yeah. So the moral of the story is don't ever do a nice deed. No good deed goes unpunished. That's what I was looking for. Don't do a good deed. Just be some inward antisocial person. Get really fat and hairy and die. (laughs) Sounds good to me, man. That's the good life. That's the moral of the story. So, you know, I've talked about Time Hop before on the show, this Mm -hmm. really great app. 
that'll show you all your old tweets and Facebook posts and stuff like that. And for me, it showed a funny tweet about a show from, I think, two years ago we did okay. about oh, getting a rub and tug. Remember that? <laughs> yes. That was really funny. We just sort of were wondering about it. And I wanted to bring it up again for, for two reasons. One, no one ever wrote in to admit to getting a rub and tug. Okay. We have had a guest of the show that used to frequent them, but he never would let me ask him about it. Because every time he came on the show, he had a girlfriend. Okay. So now he doesn't have a girlfriend. I should have him up back on the show and he can explain <laughs> about the, the rub and tug. Yeah. Etiquette. Rub and tug meaning when you go to a massage parlor and they jerk you off. Yes. That's the tug. Usually an Asian massage parlor. Typically it is. Yeah. Which, you know, that's how dare you say that. <laughs> I'm just stating facts, man. It's true. So that was funny. And then the funny thing was I said to myself, because I really want to put it out there for the show, Eddie. Your I really, wiener? <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> but yes, my wiener. I thought to myself, let me put myself in a funny situation. This will be great content for the show. I will get a rub and tug. Yeah. And I ran it by my wife, and I thought she said yes. <laughs> and then I got one, and we got divorced. No. <laughs> I ran it by her. I thought she said it'd be funny. Then on the show, I said, I'm going to do it. And then my wife listened to that episode and said, you're fucking insane. Like, of course, like that would be cheating. You'd be cheating on me. I don't really know if I constitute that as full-blown cheating. Getting a rub and tug? Yeah. I, I think I would. Would you? Because if somebody finger banged my wife, I, well, would, that's I would be like this motherfucker. That would be a rub and bang <laughs> or a finger and a linger. I mean, what's I, I would say that would, that would be the, the female equivalent yeah. to a rub and tug. Well, unless your wife got a massage and then jerked him off, <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't be as bad. I would, be, I, I would still be pissed. <laughs> I would be way more mad to know that a man's fingers were inside my wife <laughs> than her just basically stroking a pink you know, muscle. Her being so turned on by another man that she would want to stroke his penis would not uh, piss you off. You're right. I mean, <laughs> I don't really get jerked off very often. But that would, that would make me more mad. Like, why are you doing something to him that you never do to me? Well, I didn't want to have sex with him, so I just jerked him off. That's my wife. This is terrible. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I would be upset about any of those. And I never was going to go through it. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the truth. But it was really funny to talk about. Yeah. And, and that, that episode was called Rub and Tug, if you anyone wants to go back and listen to it. It was a, it was a fun one. I, went, I was starting to tell you the story before the show, and then I had to save it. Yes. Eddie, ching And so I went to Costco, which is great. We've talked about, we love Costco on the mm-hmm. show. I wish they would sponsor the show. They don't have to, though. No. Costco doesn't have to sponsor shit. It'd be cool, though. Are they on any type of, like... No, because they got memberships, so they don't have to like really advertise, right? No, and I think they probably make billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, you know, there's not a TV spot. Come to Costco. Yeah, exactly. Like there is for Walmart or Target or any of that. Yeah, that's how G Costco is. I mean, think about the millions and millions of dollars Target spends on shit. Yeah, Costco doesn't really do advertising. They do dumb magazines. You ever get that Costco oh, yeah. magazine? Always. Oh, could you imagine if that was your job? <sighs> I'm the editor of Costco Pathways. <laughs> it's their Mermaidler magazine they send out. It's so weird too. Like it's it's the the random mashup of like Costco products and then stories, mm-hmm. and, and you can't. It doesn't like have the prices for anything. 
That's like it's infuriating. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? I don't. Okay, right. you have it. Good for you. <laughs> is it two thousand dollars or two hundred? <laughs> yeah. Maybe give a range. Yeah. Because I get everywhere is different, mm -hmm. and I bet you somebody probably brings it in and is pointing at it like, no, <laughs> no, it's said in the magazine. Yeah. Because that's their thing. People take advantage of Costco. Like there's some like slutty girl they can push around. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, people just will, will buy something, take a shit in it, <laughs> and say it's broken and bring it back yeah. and just expect Costco. And you can see people standing in line. Like, I love walking out of Costco. <laughs> and in our Costco, you can see all the people standing in line. And it's fun to be like, you're a liar. You're making up a story. <laughs> you're full of shit. You can just tell. Yeah. Like, you can tell. Sometimes you'll see something really old or busted. And I just, I wish I could be a fly on the wall. <laughs> like, to have that job to work at any retail and work at customer service, what's worse that or being a teacher because the shit those people must have to hear yeah because they don't give a fuck no they don't and a lot of times they like they won't even ask you why you're returning it they don't care and i'm the type of person that will just volunteer that information because i came right. up, i came up with a story right well actually what happened was <laughs> yeah. that which always precedes a lie yeah Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah they don't care they don't care at all. they throw it in a bin and then they move on to the next person yeah so anywho i was there having a grand old time and there is a Vitamix lady. It's mm -hmm. always the same lady. And you know, she's up there like doing her spiel and she's got that little Bobby Brown headset on, yeah. which is super funny <laughs> just in general. That's what we should have. It's like head mics <laughs> like that. And that's fine. But then right one aisle over is a juicer guy <laughs> doing the same thing. And it was really awkward. They're both, it was like a carnival. Yeah. Like, you know, like, come on over here, come on over here, come on over here. <laughs> and the guy, though, the kid, was way more ballsy than the lady. Okay. You know, he was talking shit about the Vitamix. Are you serious? Yes. He's all, you know, well, why, I don't know why you want to mix this up. Or, you know, mix like he, was, he kept talking shit about mixing in, like, a wow. very, like, backhanded way. Yeah. He would never say Vitamix. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, other blenders, other mixers... You know what I mean? They, and he was like asking that to like the old people. They're like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Wow. Like he was really pushy. How old was this dude? And probably in his early 20s. Okay. And maybe he crushes it. Yeah. And so my kids were like, I don't want juice. I want to go to the Vitamix because the woman's not dumb. She's making like, you know, she calls it ice cream. Mm -hmm. That's what he kept saying. He's like, why would you want a machine that makes ice cream? That's not healthy. You need a juicer. <laughs> And, of course, my kids went over there, and I said to the lady, I'm like, what is this guy's problem? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say right now. Like, <laughs> I, She's like, I feel like I'm in such a weird position. Like, why is he doing this? Did she cover the mic when she, when she was talking no, yeah, to Yeah, the mic wasn't on, <laughs> thankfully. But it just made me laugh. Like, that's your life. Like, you work at Costco. Not even yeah. work at Costco. You're not an employee of Costco. And you're being mean to the Vitamix lady. I wonder if, like, on their lunch break, like, he's a dick, too. Or if he's just like, hey, hey, Sarah. Hey, how's it yeah, going? great to see you. Because <laughs> they probably travel around from Costco to Costco. Yeah. And maybe they see each other from time to time. Maybe they're doing it. They yeah, had a falling out. That's what it is. Or something like that. I, you know, I, I bought a Vitamix a few years ago. I can't say enough about that product. Yet. <laughs> you should buy one. I have a question. Yeah. So, like on the Vitamix, like infomercials, mm -hmm. they make soup in mm -hmm. the Vitamix. Does it have a heating element, or does it spin so fast it gets hot? Like, how I think does it's that? that. I've never done that. I just make smoothies. Like okay. every day, I think we make two smoothies in this dumb house, and so it maybe it goes so fast that it, it heats it up. Amazing. Google it, Eddie. Vitamix, new sponsor. That would be great. But you feel really stupid spending, you know, 150, 200 bucks for a blender. 
it's totally worth it. Yeah. It's something you use every day. Yeah. Every day. At least in this house, <laughs> yeah. Eddie. All right. That's fascinating content for the show. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Did they yeah. turn it into like a sing-off like uh, Justin Timberlake <laughs> Omeletteville? They should have. <laughs> yeah. They, they really had the mics have. for him. So. Ugh, those mics are so funny, too. All right. So I mentioned me being a great singer. And last week on the show, we did our serious singing, yes, which is a lot of fun. And yeah, like I said, every month or so, we'll do that. And I sang Seal's hit, Kiss from a Rose, yeah, which I totally forgot is from Batman. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's almost like a legit Batman song. I'm sure it appeared on all of his albums. Yeah. But I think at the time, you know, the music video, there's like Batman shit mm-hmm. in it. I don't remember if it's in the movie, but it must have been, right? I think it. I think he wrote the song for the soundtrack. It's like mm-hmm. you know how they do the James Bond songs, right? Like it's that type of song. It's not necessarily in the movie, but it's gotcha. like the song of the movie. Well, what a cool move for James Bond to do that too. I, don't, I can't think of many other movies that have a new song made by an artist of that time every time it comes out. Yeah, James Bond's cool. Yeah. Anyways, "Kiss from a Rose." Mm-hmm. It's a great song, which I like legit enjoy as a song i'm sorry yeah no it's a good ass song man. i just do i mean you can look at the songs i picked i picked that and i picked pm dawn <laughs> i clearly i enjoy that kind of music yes you know who doesn't my wife really i told her i sang that song she's like oh i hate that song what it's what i said how do you hate that song she's like oh i just did, i heard it too much and it's a stupid song and you can't I hear I that song too much I never get tired of it it's like my i'll be sure <laughs> night and day oh we didn't even talk about that yeah <laughs> i forgot the Alvisher intro played. Yeah. And so people are helping us out. People are making songs. Yeah. And we're just not ready yet. Yeah. So until then, it'll be Alvisher. <laughs> so that's that. Sorry. I mean, damn it. I totally blew that. <laughs> I bet a lot of people are like, oh, man. Like Tom, a uh, good listener, Tom, sent me a note on Twitter. Like, I can't wait to know what it's going to be. Is it going to be Alvisher or something else? <laughs> I didn't even mention it at the top of the hour. Oh, man. All right. Sorry. It'll ultimately be something else. Unless I can get all Albie on the phone and you know <laughs> buy it from him for fifty cents. Good old Albie. Good old Albie. So English Paul, great listener. He took the song, my vocals, my mm-hmm. raw vocals, and he I guess remix maybe isn't the right way to say it, but he he put it to music. Yeah. So here, let me play that for the listeners. And I tweeted it out and I posted it on our Facebook page if anyone wants to listen to it again. But but here it is. There used to be a great tower alone on the sea And you became the light on the dark side of me And love remained Alright, <laughs> <laughs> well, how long am I supposed to do this for, man? Uh, you gotta get to the kiss from a rose Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray Ooh, gray? <laughs> that was gray That's what I thought, too what? Gray. Kiss from the rose on the gray. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it is, yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, like it's the gloom on the gray. Da 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 We nailed it at the end. Dude, the timing and the harmony was perfect mm-hmm. at the end, man. How funny. So, yeah, thanks for putting that together. The way he edited it was perfect. Yeah, it was so good. It's just perfect. Do you want to be the engineer for the show? <laughs> English Paul, please. And I love how it was like a like a karaoke background. Like, yes, you know? like a MIDI tune, yeah. if you remember those from back in the day. Well, the reason why I asked my wife about Kiss from a Rose, because I played that for, 
and she laughed and she said, your voice isn't that bad. You sing all the time and it's, it's nice. I said, listen, it's different. I'm telling you, when Eddie and I are just sitting there and it's dead quiet and we're looking at each other, it's harder to sing good. It is. Maybe that's what an American Idol audition is like. I don't know, where it's dead quiet. Oh, yeah. And they're looking at you. Yeah. And you just have to go, kiss her. Because there's a couple parts where my voice like really, I mean, I'm not that bad of a singer, I swear. But it's not easy to do. Maybe do it at home, folks. Yeah. And then send it in. Give it a try and then send it in. Uh, please do. Oh, boy. All right. Um, should we do a couple questions? Yeah, let's do Man, it. Man, we've been getting so many questions. So uh, if this is becoming a thing, let's keep it rolling. Um, we love having them, and obviously you guys love sending them in. So let's see. How can you get to us on the show? Saveforthshow.com slash contact. There's a form there. Or just email us at saveitfortheshow at gmail.com so lots of ways to get a hold of us you can send voicemails too english paul actually sent a voicemail too if we have time we'll get to that uh if not we'll do it next week cool so all right let's uh do a couple questions here oh the rudester ghoul <laughs> all right he's gone oh is he I, you know I, the guy sent 10 emails a day and then he, he got bored <laughs> and he looked the other way but after last week's show where i really didn't talk much about it he said, he wrote an email and he said, Hey Dan, it's the Rudester Ghoul. I'm very sad you didn't read my questions this week. I only wanted to provide content for the show. <laughs> and then that's it. And then he like quit sending us oh, questions. Poor guy. And now that he's gone, I kind of miss him. Yeah. You know, it's like a stalker. Now that he's gone, I, I miss the attention. <laughs> and so, because this is the thing. Here's another question that he sent in. Hey Dan, I'm not a dad yet. But you're my go-to cool dad for insight. He never talks shit about you. <laughs> I'm just realizing that. This How is guy... that talking shit, though? That's... Well, hold on. <laughs> All right, I'll finish it. Where do you stand on spanking? Does gender matter? I never was spanked, but I don't think it's completely unreasonable. Also, how often does your wife spank you when you're being intimidated? Keep up the good work. <laughs> so he always says keep up the good work. And he never talks shit about you, Eddie. <laughs> Is this you? Or are you doing it this? It is me, yes. It's great content. <laughs> so, But I liked this one because he did ask kind of a legit question about spanking kids mm. and about my wife spanking me, which I got to be honest with you, I, I'm not into it. No, I'm not either. I would admit it if I liked to be pinched <laughs> or choked or hit. And I'm not really like, my wife's pretty intimidating to me in real life. <laughs> so in the bedroom... It's the same. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. Like neither of us are are like you know the dominant. Yeah. You know, like come on, girl, get the fuck in there. She would laugh at me. Oh yeah. It's just not like same with you. Like I couldn't imagine you no. being like a tough guy because it would seem fake. Totally. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I'm just not into that. And my wife's not really. We're sensual. Yeah. Way too sensual. You hear all the R and B music you listen to? <laughs> come on. So, but if my wife wanted to do any of that shit, go for it. <laughs> if she wanted to beat me up and push me around and like tell me I was stupid because she liked it, fuck yeah. Would you let her punch you in the balls? No. <laughs> it would hurt too bad. I would cry. And I certainly wouldn't have an erection. Would you let her walk on your back with heels on? Yes. Okay. That seems pretty tame. <laughs> Definitely nothing with my dick hole. <laughs> no way. Okay. So sensitive down there. Like she wanted to like stick something in there or fuck, oh God. No, no. But she could walk on my back with some stilettos. All right. So anyhow, no, she doesn't spank me. No, I don't spank her. 
My own kids, yeah, I mean, I've, I've spanked them. They're getting a little old mm-hmm. for spanking. Like, I really can't spank a 10-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I could. <laughs> but I, I, I'd i have to hit them so hard, first of all, to, like, make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't spank a kid the way you spank, like, a, I don't know, four-year-old. And spank anyways. I mean, yeah, in my house, we never really spank too hard. I have. Yeah. Especially my middle son, Grant. He's a bastard. <laughs> But not so much anymore as they're getting older. I put soap in their mouth when do they you, talk back. Really? Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> oh yeah, because especially my middle son, it seems it works really well. Yeah. Like if he gets like super lippy, it's almost like a steam valve. Mm-hmm. And then I threaten the soap, and now he, I, he he lays off. But back then, he, it was almost like he didn't think I would do it. Yeah. And so I had to. Yeah, of course. I mean, I had to, <laughs> and I put um, like. First of all, it was like liquid soap that, like the foam, you know, where it's like half water, half soap. Yeah. It wasn't even that bad. Like, I think about when we were kids and people would get soap in their mouth, they probably got like fucking dial, like oh, yeah. squirted in their mouth. I never did that shit. Yeah. Because it's like poison kind of too. Like it is poison. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't put it in my kid's mouth. Uh, I, I I think there's a there's there's a certain amount that you can put in your kids. Am I gonna about. go to jail for this no, conversation? No, that's cool. Were you were you spanked when you were a kid? I wasn't spanked, but my mom would do this move. Maybe I've mentioned where she would grab my arm with mm-hmm. her nails and fucking dig them in. <laughs> like, come here, you fucking. She would like she wouldn't say fuck. And this is the '80s, so she had the you know huge acrylic nails. Yeah. And when those shits would dig in, <laughs> it's like a Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just a whoop. And, but she never spanked me, but she did have a yardstick. Okay. And she would threaten to be like, I'm going to go get the stick. It was a yardstick. And she would kind of like, like snap my butt a little bit. (laughs) But then one day I think she went to hit me with it and I put my arm up and it snapped over my arm (laughs) because it was old. This is like the stick. Okay. And we laughed. And then that was the end of it. Like I beat the stick. Oh, what about you? Uh, I've did talked get, about this on the show. You before. got the beat the subway a little I got, bit. I got beat, yeah. Yeah. Like not just spanked. Like my parents <laughs> would use um, slippers, oh, hangers. Yeah. My mom whipped me with a vacuum cord one time. Ooh. Um, yeah. Any kind belts. of cord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. They. I mean, but they came from like the Philippines and right rough places, I guess. But um, yeah, they didn't. They had no problems making me. Mm. And even my like aunts and uncles. Really? No, yeah. Like, Could you imagine was... <laughs> if I spanked your kids? Like it would be bizarre. I mean, if if they if they deserved it, that's by spanking though. <laughs> like I mean, I'll yell at your kids if they deserve it, and you yeah. can do the same to mine. But like, yeah, like if if you like put Evan, <laughs> my nine year old, over your knee and we're spanking him, I would be a little worried about you. Like, well, also he's like almost the same size as me. Yeah, so. he's he's getting huge. So uh, it be it would look very weird. It would. You would get in trouble for that. <laughs> All right, Rootster Ghoul. So yeah, if you want to keep sending them in, do. But man, you sent so many. I can't. I'm not going to read fifty questions. <laughs> yeah. On the air, I think he's now sending me. Does he just keeps he sends me URLs like danfieldsmicropenis.com. <laughs> Or like, you know, danfieldsblowjobs.com. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all I said. <laughs> so maybe he'll buy those URLs. And I, of course, I assume it's a, a man. <laughs> a woman wouldn't be doing this. So all right. sexist. Man. I'm sorry. Speaking of that, you listen to this email. This is a great email, okay? Okay. It's kind of it's long, so, so get in here. For the past few months, my husband has been asking to do some weird stuff in the bedroom. Now, I'm not a prude. I enjoy spanking, handcuffs, 
blindfolds and toys, but my husband recently got a new toy for us, the Hulk dildo. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, look it up. Well, pause. I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to look it up. I'm sure it's just like a huge fucking dildo. And it gets bigger the angrier it gets, right? And greener. <laughs> but when it's not angry, it's a nice little, <laughs> little pink doctor. Uh, it's intimidating, to say the least. At first, I was very apprehensive, to say the least. But after a few attempts, I began to enjoy the pain. Once I started to enjoy it, my husband would say things like, You like this big dick better than my small dick. Should I be like, you like this big dick better than my small dick? <laughs> now, keep in mind, he isn't exactly small at six and a half inches when hard. So pause. That's not small at all. That's no. great. Good for him. He's like, <laughs> What's the girth, though? That's what I want to know. Maybe that was the girth. Maybe, <laughs> oh, God. maybe she likes the pain. Oof, man. That's like a, a, roll, a roll of carpet. All right. Moving on. And now every time we mess around, he likes me to say how small his dick is. And how I don't like it or get off on it, which is not true, but he wants me to hear it. But he wants to hear it. He's really into what I've begun to call in my mind dick shaming. We are already a pretty kinky couple and like to try new things. I've done things most couples only fantasize about, like threesomes, girl, girl, guy kind. And I find this to be kind of weird because the more we do the dick shaming, the more he likes to push it. The most recent being, you want a guy with a bigger dick. And if you could fuck a guy with a bigger dick, you would, which makes me uncomfortable. But when I agree with his statements, he gets off. So my question is, is this weird? And this girl actually wrote me her email. So I went back with and forth with her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is it weird? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. But um, she... I mean, yes. I mean, yes. Go ahead. You were going to say, is it weird? Yeah, I, 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 I mean, for me, yeah. it's, it's weird, but I mean, everybody has their own, their own thing that gets them off. So yeah, like no judgment here no, at all. But I, if it makes you uncomfortable, you shouldn't do it. Like, I feel like this is something that a woman or a man, like I love that they want to write to the show because this would be uncomfortable for a gal to probably talk to another gal. Yeah. So why not ask two guys <laughs> on the internet to talk about it? <laughs> And start a conversation about it. I would say do anything that you go both enjoy. But if it makes you uncomfortable, then tell them. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you guys have a very open relationship. Your husband should understand. And, you know, I mean, maybe maybe pull back on the Hulk a little bit. <laughs> like, let's put him in the, in the drawer. Kind of get back to your normal thing. So this new exciting thing. Because that's the other thing, too. It's new, probably. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. I was going to say, I, I remember when my wife and I discovered something new. Uh, I'm not really sure what the last thing we discovered about sex that was new. Maybe that's what we need. Spice it up. You need the Hulk. Is what I need the Hulk. Will somebody buy me the Hulk? So anyhow, when it's new and it's different, it's fun. It's almost like an affair. You're having like an affair with your partner, but not. Mm-hmm. It's going to fizzle out. Maybe put it to the side and then it becomes more of a special occasion. You pull out the Hulk. Not an every time sort of thing. So that's my best advice. All right. Good advice, man. Let's move on to a short one. Easy question. Would you rather give a homeless man a hand job or finger bang a transsexual? So this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Because wouldn't a trans... Well, hold on. A transsexual, would that be a butch woman who's a man? That I'm So I'm like fingering a man? Or... Or jerking yeah. off... Which is fine. Like I feel like if you're asking someone a question that, 
to, in their mind, they wouldn't have a problem with that because they're fingering a woman. Yeah. That just kind of looks like a dude. Like, I dated some girls that looked like guys. What if it's like finger-banging a male transsexual like in his butt? Oh, do you think that's what they mean? I, I, I guess, have no I, idea what they mean. But. <laughs> I just never thought of finger-banging. I figured that was front only. Okay. Never like ass finger-banging. <laughs> All right, in that case, or give a homeless man a hand job. I don't know, man. A homeless man would be pretty dirty. Yeah. And he'd get, well, so what's worse, Kevin? Like, I don't know. Tough question. I, I, I mean, I just, I don't, I wouldn't want to stick my finger up a butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man or woman, really. Right. Um, but it's a man's butt, I guess. Why does that have to be a transsexual then? Just a man. <laughs> Would you rather like jerk uh, off a guy? Or why does he have to be homeless? Would you have to jerk off a guy or stick your fingers in his butt? Make the choice. Sophie's choice. Both, man. You gotta, you gotta At the cover, same time, you know? You yeah. gotta cover both ends. He paid for it. <laughs> he paid for it. All right. I don't know. I, I guess I'd rather... Am I supposed to like really think of this? I think I'd probably I, jerk I think, him off. Yeah, I think I'd go with hand job. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Versus exploring his butt. Yeah. Which is way more intimate. And that can get under your fingernails. Oh, boy. Yeah, would you wear like a condom on your fingers? <laughs> a finger cot, they call those? Okay, if he's wearing, if, if we can wear condoms on our fingers, then I might have to rethink my, <laughs> rethink my uh, yeah. assessment here. Well, if he's homeless, he'll probably have a condom on too, right? Or, or are you getting jizz, homeless hobo jizz on your hands? <laughs> this is gross. All right. Wouldn't be the first time. There, there you go. Hobo jizz. That was the name of our band in college. <laughs> Uh, here's a question. Uh, Eddie, here's a question to you. Okay. Hello, Eddie. Is it weird my wife doesn't kiss me unless we're making love? Not even a peck on the cheek in the morning. So, you know, what do you think? Um, are you, my question to them is, Mm -hmm. are you ever trying to initiate kissing? Right. Tell her how you feel. Because if, if you're trying to go in for a kiss and she's always pushing you away, then yeah, I would say that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just don't really do anything about it, then right. Expect her to kiss you only. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. My wife is actually kind of the opposite of this. We kiss all the day long, (laughs) but when we actually are doing it, we don't really kiss. No, no. Why not? I don't know why not. Cause usually, honestly, I like right now, like if you, you know what it's like. Yeah. I feel bad like making out my wife when my I'm touching my facial hair, which is like really short and really stubbly. Like that's kind of how I normally wear it. Yeah, that's like rubbing her face on a Brillo pad. Yeah, and then we finish, and her face looks like shit, like a cheese grater (laughs) all over. I feel bad. She's very sensitive skin, Eddie. You know what it's like. Okay, but I I love kissing. So do I. When when doing it, especially. Oh, I I know. I sometimes I don't like to kiss when I do it though because I feel like it makes me go quicker. Like, I, I kind of have to pull back on all this on the senses. Really? Okay. Not too much at a time, because if I get too much going on, man, <laughs> I'm trying to keep things slow, you know, and try you to... You got to like, focus on the kissing then, man, and not oh, focus on... See, on and the then way. it'll make you last longer. Or I just don't focus on anything. <laughs> and you think the, about baseball. Think about baseball <laughs> or the podcast or work, and then just let my dick be like a dead, just, you know, <laughs> pink tube down there. Yeah. And then just hope and pray that I don't come quickly. Because that's what, that's what sex is like for a guy. At least not a selfish guy. I'm just like, don't come, don't come, don't come. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to come. And then I come. <laughs> and then we, and then that's it. And then I feel bad. Not every time. I mean, come on. Sounds like most guys. Uh, was- <laughs> I know, yeah. Anyone listening who says that the latter is a liar <laughs> is a fucking liar. 
All right. Uh, what else we got going on here? Somebody sent in a real treat. Okay. And they said, real treat. And listen, you're a man like myself who enjoys a poop. So this is a good one for you too. Real treat, a clean break. Oh, yeah. When pooping. And he goes on to say, when you sit down on the toilet. Oh, wait, this is his tip on how to get a clean break. <laughs> oh, okay. When you sit down on the toilet, lean slightly to one side, rest all your weight on that butt cheek. And while maintaining the downward force, lean to the other side, resting your other butt cheek. If done correctly, it will slightly, I mean, listen, no shit, <laughs> yeah. bud. Like, open up your asshole <laughs> if you want the poop to not rub on your butt cheeks. Like, thanks for the tip. Like, I thought everybody knew that. Yeah. You don't just sit down and, like, squeeze your asshole. <laughs> if you sit on the toilet and squeeze your butt cheeks so the poop comes out like Play-Doh, you were doing it wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. Where did you learn to shit? Yeah. Call your mom right now and yell at her because you are doing it wrong. So, yeah, but he is true. You got to open that thing up, man. Yeah. And But to me, that doesn't necessitate a clean break. It's the poop itself has to be healthy. Yes. It it, after a night of drinking, you're not having a clean break. No. It's not going to happen. It's, yeah. If, if you're peeing out your butt. Yeah. That's, it's not going to help. No. No. Ugh. All right. So, but he's right. Riley. Listener Riley sent that in. So, thanks for that. Um, we got a lot of gross questions. Are we doing too many gross questions tonight? People love the rawness, man. They do. All right. Here, let's do one more here. Or a couple more. I don't know. Uh, here's another one. From another gal. Thank you, ladies, for sending in your questions. Hey, gang. I just wanted to weigh in on the whole spit versus swallow debate. I'm a 20-something female, and I'm not saying I'm a slut or anything, but I've given my share fair my fair share of BJ's in my teen adult life. I'm such a perv. When she said teen, I immediately thought of like <laughs> teens giving BJ's. She did it. She put it in my head. My, my. She goes on. I find it's way better to swallow because if the guy's cum is bitter, you don't really taste it. Kind of like when your parents would make you eat something you don't like and you'd try to swallow it without chewing it. If you spit it out, you have to wait for him to finish it all by holding it in your mouth until it's appropriate to spit it out. Super gross. I'd rather just swallow and get it over with. Pro tip for women who give head, swallow that shit like a champ <laughs> and make your lover feel special, even if it's only because you don't like the taste of jizz. Just, she's totally right. I never <laughs> considered it from that angle. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm thinking of all the times that a gal did that to me and didn't swallow, and you're, she's right. She has to keep it, like, lodged in her mouth mm -hmm. while she's doing it to you, like a squirrel or like, you know, like, like dip, like a jizz dip in her mouth. She finishes and then she's like, oh, God, I'm running to the bathroom. And like the cum is just on her tongue now. Yeah. It's all in her mouth. That's way worse than just gulping it down. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds, yeah, it sounds worse than mm -hmm. gulping it down. But I would imagine for a lot of girls, the thought of gulping it down is horrible. <laughs> And like sliding down your throat. Yeah, I think it. I think it potentially could be gag-inducing for a lot of girls. Once it just crosses that barrier, in their mouth is okay. I mean, if but not down the throat. Would, would you say swallowing jizz would would be equivalent to like eating a spider, like on Fear Factor? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because like those people like just the thought of putting a spider in their mouth, they're yeah. already like heaving. You know? Yeah, what I'm saying? I guess you're right. I would rather have jizz in my mouth than a spider. <laughs> Male or female, <laughs> Joe Rogan could come in my mouth before I put a spider. 
in my mouth and swallow it because I feel like the spider would be alive in my belly. <laughs> or you mean like a dead moose balls? Well, they well they usually like chew up because I, I saw them oh, and they doing eat like the, a, yeah the I can't. African like cave dwelling spider. The thing no. was like as big as a crab, and they fucking had to eat the whole thing. I couldn't. Fear is a factor for me. <laughs> <laughs> I could never eat a live spider. Yeah, that would like when I bit its head off, it would like kind of like like shriek and move and. Yeah, this one lady, she tried to, she was trying to put it in her mouth, and its legs spread and like grabbed her face, and she had Are to like pull me? it off of her face. It was like grabbing her, and then he's like, "Just put it in your mouth." She shoved it in there, and, just, and the legs are hanging out and crawling. Oh and my shit. god, Eddie, <laughs> no, yeah, man, that is insane. It's I I think it's like one of the most viewed like fear factors. I'll, I'll send you a link. I'm sure I could find it. Wow, I gotta yeah, I gotta see that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Oof. All right, I take it back. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I would rather have jizz. I mean, no jizz way. It. Jizz isn't going to fight me back <laughs> and crawl out of my mouth. That's scary. That's scary. All right, you know what? I have a story for the show. Okay. Yeah, so we still got a bunch of questions. If I didn't read your question, excuse me, please don't be discouraged. You know, we'll get to as many as we can and keep them coming. So every once in a while when Eddie and I read something funny or interesting, we call it a story for the show. And I read this great article about oh God about porn, and it was it was published by. Of course you did. Well, I know. Listen, this is interesting. It was published by Pornhub, you know, which I don't really frequent too often. I feel like Pornhub is like kind of like grosser porn. Like it's not as high quality. Yeah. Like the videos on there, you get it's a lot of more like European and like hairy people and just not my scene did you hear that um life of pablo was streaming on pornhub for a while oh was it really yeah somebody like under some triple x name and mm-hmm. it was just streaming the whole album that's funny yeah that's a, so like you get caught on that website you're like no 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 it's okay <laughs> meanwhile the banner ads and stuff on that oh, website yeah. <laughs> make it impossible <laughs> yeah. to do anything so anyways but like most good websites stats they track everything mm-hmm. everything and that is so fascinating. Like, there's not very many websites where stats are as important as porno websites because a porno website is unlike any other website. It's so functional and it's almost like Amazon. Yeah. I mean, these porn websites have teams of people just like Amazon does to try to figure out the best user interface, whatever. But of course, the easy stats they collect are what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. And this is just completely fascinating to me that the number one, far and away, search term what do you think it was in the 50 states so this is broken down by state so california was this new york was this but what do you think the number one search term in the most states was um i'm gonna have to go with a blow job no really lesbian really lesbian so in 30 states in america Mm -hmm. lesbian was the most searched for term on pornhub wow yeah, and it, which is so funny because I know most of the people on these websites are, are dudes, mm-hmm. and they're looking for lesbian women, like beautiful <laughs> lesbian women making out, 69ing, but then on the other hand, we're still like, gay rights are still an issue yeah, in America. Totally. Women, hot women making out, totally. <laughs> Two dudes butt-fucking, no way. <laughs> Despicable, it's in the Bible. Oh, okay, so this is, this is it gets even more interesting. So that's interesting. But there's in Montana, Wyoming, Minnesota, Ohio, and Maine, the number one phrase was stepsister. (laughs) 
So we've talked about this incest <laughs> porn, which is just everywhere yeah. right now. That was the number one. And in Washington, South Dakota, Kentucky, Alaska, and New Hampshire, stepmom was the number one search term. So you know these videos. It's like the the stepson bangs his stepmom, and oh my god, don't tell your dad. And yeah, your dad is a limp dick, and bleh. so yeah, that's hilarious. But the point of it is, it's older women, and then the next highest one is usually MILF. Um, what's interesting though is in Georgia, Mississippi, and Delaware, ebony was number one. Okay. And Louisiana was black. Hawaii was Asian. So those those states make sense to yeah. me, where there's like you know a high population of that. Um, but this is the funniest thing, other than that. So in let's see, Vermont, Bernie Sanders, <laughs> Senator of Vermont, <laughs> Nebraska, and Arkansas, the number one search term was cartoon. What? <laughs> cartoon, Eddie. Wow. Okay. It, mm-hmm. Like you think it's like anime, or do you think it's like Family Guy porn? I think it's Family Guy porn, <laughs> not hentai anime. I think it's like you know Marge fucking Homer. Wow. Okay. Or these weird, just like fake monster boob yeah. things. That's just bizarre to me. That is, yeah, that's crazy. So people want to have sex with cartoons, their stepmom, <laughs> or watch girl on girl. Not anal, not blowjob, not. Titty fuck. How many, like, so what do you think the ratio is of, like, teenage guys, like, mm. frequenting Pornhub? Because when I was, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I think I leaned more towards lesbian porn than I did, really? like, regular porn. Mm-hmm. And then as I got, got older, my, you know, yes. my tastes changed. Matured. So. Right. But, yeah, I think when I was, like, like huh. a teenager, I, I was super into girls just yeah. going at it. That's a good point because it's not like people are conducting a survey. Yeah. Nobody is admitting to going on here, filling it out. They can only pull certain things from your computer. And one of those is an age. Yeah. So who knows how old the people are. But that's a good point. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's it's a little more dainty and easy to get into. Mm. They don't want to see jackhammering, gaping hole. <laughs> what do you, pink socks? Pink sock, yeah. Pink sock. Oh, God. So no, <laughs> none of that. Until they get to be our age and they need a stronger drug <laughs> to get a fix. <laughs> to get a fix. So, but yeah, I, I can post a link to that story. Or it's got a fun little map of the United States, and and yeah, everyone's gross. <laughs> everyone's gross. All right, so it's nearly the end of the show, and on the show every week, Eddie and I have a real treat, which is something that we're enjoying, that we like, that's fun. It has a theme song, and here it is. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee on Maybe that should be our intro song. <laughs> like a variation of that. Yeah. So smooth. So smooth. Okay. So, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? Um, y- y- <laughs> UFC. It is. It is <laughs> UFC, bastard. dude. And, I, you know, Dylan probably hates that, it, that it's I know, UFC. Yes. Um, but I, the fucking McGregor-Diaz fight was crazy. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean... What else can I say? No, it was. I watched the highlights of it. I didn't realize that guy McGregor went up what two weight classes. Yeah, I don't know if people really understand like what a feat that is. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's he was pretty big for for the weight class he mm. used to be in, or sure. still kind of the champion of. Right, he lost, uh, but he's still the champion. Which is the other thing I think yeah. people are like. What do you mean he he still has his belt? 
Well, you idiot, that's for a different weight class. Yeah. That's not how it works. Exactly. But, um, yeah, it was a crazy fight. And I think he, he honestly believed that he could knock anyone out. Like, mm-hmm. he, he thought that he was strong enough to knock anyone out. Right. But then moving up 20 pounds and fighting yeah. a dude who who's bigger than him. Right. And, and a great grappler. Fight. Great grappler. Yeah. yeah. And a tough as shit motherfucker. Oh, that guy, look at his face. Yeah. I mean, him, all the Diaz brothers, they all just look like they got ran over by a truck. Yeah. They can take a punch. They're from Stockton, from son. From Stockton, man. <laughs> Pride of Stockton. <laughs> so that's a good real treat. Oh, I can't give you shit for that. Huge pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, it's cool, too, for fighting and for those spectacles. When someone like that loses, uh, Holly Holm lost, too. Yeah. Which is just great it makes people talk it stories get written about it there's a comeback story now yeah like i don't think mcgregor will fight diaz again but he's gonna keep fighting i mean oh he's yeah got a I belt mean, to defend yeah he's still kicking everyone's ass in the featherweight division right so. yeah he's stone cold so and same with holly holm like i don't know who's gonna get a shot at the title now it's not it shouldn't be rousey no so it won't be but either way yeah it's it's good for good for fighting yeah my real treat is a video game that I've been playing okay. on my phone <laughs> called Clash Royale. You should download it. Should I? Should yeah. I download it? You should. So it's made by the people that make Clash of Clans, okay. which is kind of a garbage game. Like, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Like, you build a town. The game Clash of Clans is the same game the first day you play and the last day you play. You just have a bigger gun, a bigger army. Mm-hmm. It's the same game, though. And it's you get a rush from trying to grow your village, grow, 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 grow. Mm-hmm. But then the, the rush dies and it tapers off. Clash Royale is similar in that you're building like a, a character base, but you're not like collecting resources. You don't have to mm-hmm. log in to, you know, collect your carrots and your coins and your, <laughs> your horse shit like that. None of that. You just play it when you want and it's really casual and it's short. It's You play another character, you have like a tiny little match. It's kind of like a tower defense game okay so it's almost like a mix between a tower defense but there's also cards so you play a card in order to have a character on the map and it's super random it's really simple a match lasts two minutes which i like you can just play two minutes and move on so it's fun and anyways i was thinking i I said this on the dead inside show about that other walking dead game but not enough people played it Mm -hmm. i think more people play this game if a bunch of people play it we can make a clan Sif Show Clan. Man, then I'll definitely not download that. Oh, you <laughs> rootster dick. But it's fun and it's free and it's freemium, so you can spend money. But I haven't spent a dollar and I'm having a great time because I'm a cheap bastard. Awesome. So yeah, Clash Royale. Not that they need our help or our money. Those people are making millions. <laughs> that Clash of Clans is seriously a drug for people. Is it better than that uh, Mariah Carey uh video game app which one's that the one that uh kate uh what's her face used to used to promote hmm who kate kate what's her name oh man the supermodel yeah which one kate is it was it kate kate mariah carey the 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 blonde haired girl katie price no she had the big boobs she was Uh. um she was in the whole the fappening Oh, Katie. Oh, uh, Kate Upton. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about something war, war of war. Yeah. Something like that. No, that game I never played, but I think that game's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, and then you're right. Then Mariah Carey took over. Yeah. All right. (laughs) You explained that terribly. I did. Yeah. 
So. All right. I thought I was thinking of like a beauty app or a music app, like we need some Mariah Carey's <laughs> okay. app. Okay, never mind. I don't know. Clash Royale, check it out. All right, so it's the end of the show, and typically at the end of the show, we play a song. We're moving away from that. However, I still, Eddie and I are going to take turns recommending some music that we like because Eddie and I listen to a ton of music. And this week, I, I'm i going to go um, mine because Eddie doesn't have one. No. So I'm going to do it. I don't want anyone to think I'm stepping on your toes because <laughs> I did last week's too. Yeah. But this is a great song. My friend Ben, he's been on the show a couple of times. He's like my music guy. It's a song called Night Job by, I think it's pronounced Boss, B-A-S? Yeah, Boss? I think so. And J. Cole. J. Cole is great. Yeah. Like he's so good. And he like discovered this guy. And so this this track, it's called Night Job. I'll tweet a link out to it. It's really good. It's like, I think... I, to me, hip hop when it has a really good beat is almost as important as the MC. And all these songs are just like smooth and yeah. swishy and just great. It's a really good album. This whole thing by Boz, but this song in particular, "Night Job," is is a good one. So because J Cole, like J Cole, he tells a story. Yeah, like he his does. songs are great. He, he like he'll admit to coming early in a story in a rap song. Yeah, rappers totally. don't do that. And I think he was like like valedictorian of his. Of I'm his not surprised to hear that. Like that. Yeah, what a guy. What a guy. So it's a great song. Check it out. But otherwise, uh, I guess I'll play this other song. Do we need a walk-off song? We need a song. This the, the show needs to be bookended by music. Yeah. So for the time being, we'll, we'll, the American Killer song will be our, our off song until we say goodbye. And I'll just pipe that in. Here it is. Here it comes. <laughs> so, all right. So oh, that's the end of the show. Um, what do we got to do? A Patreon, if you want. My son's St. Baldrick's thing for one more week. Leave us a review if, you, if you're still inclined to do that. People do, so thanks for that. But uh, otherwise, that's it. So this has been episode 182 of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.